always got pixlexia, okay? This all on you? This all on your cow? Welcome, foolish mortals. It is with deepest pride and greatest pleasure that we welcome you tonight. The reference here is very obscure. Welcome to the Obscure World of Disney. You're listening to the Obscure Disney Podcast. It's our belief that no detail is too small, no character cameo too short, and no quirk too strange to be celebrated. And with new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday, why not get an annual pass wherever you get your podcast from or find us at ObscureDisneyPodcast.com. And see all of our fun patches at DisneyPatch.com. Small world after all. Nope, nope, anything but that. <laughs> Unrehearsed, folks. Wow. <laughs> Uh, Small World. Famous? Infamous? Infamous? Oh, that's, that's a word I'm not allowed to use anymore. Oh, really? Right? Uh, Small World is one of those rides that's really polarizing, oddly enough. Um, people either love it or hate it, it seems. It's the most loved, hated ride on Earth. I think so. I think so, too. <laughs> uh, which is weird to me. I mean, I guess... The song can be uh, one of those earworms that gets stuck in your head. Yeah. And the the ride itself is a bit saccharine, maybe. I but know. it's a it's a cute ride that you can take your kids on. And it's I, I don't see where the hate comes from as much. Uh, I guess I would not be... I'm never happy if you get stuck on a ride, but that one might be irritating to get oh stuck Oh my gosh, on. if you got stuck on it for a period of time? Yeah. Well, I absolutely love the ride. As we know, my favorite color is glitter. So It is. <laughs> Sparkles. <laughs> you can't give me enough glitter, and yeah. the ride is drenched in glitter it really is yeah for sure everything is just shiny and sparkly i like the old style of um kinetic energy that's inside that ride you know like so much of it is so simple that they had to use and be creative with it and you know um yeah it feels i like it i think for good reason too um i I think everybody kind of knows the history of Small World, how it was built for the World's Fair, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And I knew that, but I didn't really look into it much before we decided we were going to talk about it. Um, And originally, it was going to be called Children of the World, which is a little on the nose, right? Yeah, I guess so. It's pretty much just describing exactly what it is. Yeah. Um, Yeah. For those of you that haven't ridden it, uh, it's basically a slow moving boat ride and you go past a lot of uh, dolls, for lack of a better word. They're about doll sized uh, children in different environments singing the small world song in their native language. Yeah, I guess if I were to name it right on the nose, I would say boat ride and air conditioning covered in glitter. Oh, geez. so the, the air conditioning usually is pretty welcome. Yeah, that's probably you add that together and I'm like all about it. Um, And it was originally in the UNICEF pavilion, which I didn't know. Oh, that's sweet. Uh, and it was sponsored by Pepsi, which is a oh, wow. sacrilege in the Disney company now because they oh, only serve Coke products. Poor you know? Pepsi. <laughs> Didn't make the cut with the switchover. I guess not. That's sad. Um, And it turns out that it was kind of a last minute sort of request. Hmm. And 
Disney only had 11 months to build Small World originally. I could see them building that in 11 months. They built an entire park in a year. Well, yeah, not the current iteration, but yeah. yeah. Um, But from concept to final product in 11 months. Now that's a bigger deal. That's harsh. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And it's kind of why I feel like the ride kind of has a scrapbook kind of look. Especially the original one at Disneyland. Right. Yeah. Um, They have a lot of things that are made basically just out of flat wood and painted, you know, Mm -hmm. which is a lot of that. It's a a look. Uh, It was designed by Mary Blair, who is very famous in the Disney company for having a very distinct style of painting. Mm. And I think that's kind of their effort to kind of translate her work into directly into an attraction which Mm. isn't easy that's an interesting way of looking at it too in a way that it's almost like going through an art piece in some ways it is like a almost like a pop-up book or something like that yeah and they really lean into it now with the the postcards at the end that say your name as you go through it right i guess it's the disney world version right but it's the same basic idea um and i didn't know this but the all the uh you mentioned it before all the kinetic stuff on the outside of small world yeah um was originally there and it was originally without the clock face it had a kinetic sculpture called uh the tower of four winds at the top of it oh and then when they brought it to the disney parks they changed it to a clock okay that makes sense which again, it kind of gives off that that vibe also of kind of like a cuckoo clock almost. Uh huh. Um, if you've watched it, Pinocchio with the cuckoo clocks that kind of have the repetitive motions, yeah, it's kind of like that inside also. Plus, remind me if this still happens. This still happens, right? Where the doors open up and they start coming out and they go in a circle around the clock. They do. All yeah. the characters come out. Uh, I think that's the very clock, cuckoo clock. It is. I think the <laughs> clock goes off every 15 minutes yeah it's a lot but i don't think the characters come out except for every half hour I oh, think. okay or hour i'm not 100 percent sure we've been in lines where we've had it go off like three times oh dear no we've never actually waited. i don't think long. we've waited that long for that ride nope um so uh the idea was to kind of bring together the world right yeah um the idea was that uh the song wasn't originally this this anthem that we know now that's probably one of the most like i said famous or infamous songs that disney's <laughs> ever put out originally they were going to just have the national anthems from all oh. of those places playing well how nice would that be uh not apparently because disney walt did a walkthrough and he's like it's just noise because Mm. they wouldn't they don't blend oh you know you'd be moving from france into america and the two just don't oh yeah blend they don't synchronize it in any way right and so walt was like this is not going to work this is kind of unpleasant and grating on the ear (laughs) So he brought in the Sherman Brothers, our favorite songwriters, and said, I need a song. And the Sherman Brothers said, uh, we needed a song that could be played in a round, which means there's no end to it. Okay. And it needed and to it's be very that. Yeah. 
and it needed to be easily translatable into other languages. So it couldn't be overly complex. Like supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. I mean, that's probably the same in every language, I well, would I assume, mean... <laughs> since it's a made-up word. It's um, not even American. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, and so they came up with this uh, small world song that we all know, love, hate now. I still love it, but yes. Do you love it? Yeah, why not? I haven't gone enough on the road ready to hate it. Yeah. I that's fair. I mean, like I said, I think if you got stuck on it, you might it might drive you a little kooky for a little while. Like when we got stuck on uh, Carousel of Progress. <laughs> <laughs> that I actually scene. enjoyed that, that, honestly. That's hilarious. Um, so uh, Small World then went into Disneyland and has since been put into Fantasyland in every park since then. I was wondering that. Every park has a version of this, right? Huh? Yeah, because it's it. That's the idea is that it's unifying. It's something that everyone can enjoy. You know. So rather they like it or not, every park gets one. Whether they like <laughs> it or not, that sounds very aggressive. Uh, I think it's yeah. just it's so iconically Disney. When you talk to people that don't go to Disney very often and talk about Disneyland, I think people think about the teacups mm-hmm. and Small World. I think are the two attractions that everybody references. I could see that being the thing. I wonder how, what the outside of the buildings look like at the parks across the globe. Yeah, that's a good you question. Know, uh, the difference between the beautiful California version of it and then what Florida has, because Florida has to be indoors. Yeah. And so you have to walk, you walk in and there's a facade against the back wall, which is good. And then the line's all within inside the queue. It's just not the same. You know, it's really not as, it doesn't feel as grand as walking up to the Disneyland version. That is basically a secondary castle. Yeah. It's huge. It's beautiful. And it's white and the gold leaping on that. I think we've talked about it in the past that when Roy was uh, away, Walt snuck off and ordered a bunch of 24 karat gold right. leafing and had it all leafed in 24 karat gold. He just wanted paint and they're like, and he's like, okay, it's, it's nice. It'll, it it stay. is pretty. It's <laughs> fantastic. Yeah. You know? I wonder what the maintenance is on that kind of gold outside. It's a good question. Oh, crazy. But it's beautiful. It is really pretty. It makes the ride. If it was gold, flat gold paint. No. Well, but here's my question about the one in Florida is why can't they plus that up? I mean, that is a good question. You have it indoors. Why not make it really impressive? Yeah. And I really don't like the fact that like when you walk in the queue and you go down behind, you're now looking at the back of the set piece. Right. Yeah. They don't even dress the back of it. Yeah. They, yeah. I would be, it would almost be fun if you like you were walking around the set piece on in the queue around it. Yeah. And made it a little bit more interactive that way. Yeah. I would like that a bit more. And then like you said, you know, 24 karat gold on that thing. <laughs> I don't think they need, even need the 24 karat gold necessarily, but Bronze. you have you have the luxury of it being indoors, so you could even do uh, projection mapping on it, yeah. or you could do more complicated type of things on the face of it, so that it looks more unique. Um, I understand that it's a very simple ride, and you don't want to overpromise. You know, if you walk in and the entryway is like all phenomenal projection mapped and moving parts and all that kind of stuff. And then you go in and it's what it is. That ride like, looks to be a little bit more three dimensional than that 
California version. I bet most hmm. of the later versions become a bit more three dimensional. Right? I would say that's fair. Um, the the California one is is pretty flat. Yeah, flat it, cutouts. It is the epitome of that kind of pop up book look. Yeah. Now they started adding a bunch of characters at some point in time, right? And people were not happy about it. Can you believe this? Of course you can. It's the Disney fandom. We get mad about everything. Everything. No uh, matter what. If it's and, good or bad. And they decided <laughs> like, that they were going to put some characters, some Disney characters in Small World. And people lost their minds about it. Yeah. You're ruining it. Oh, way to make it more commercial. Of course you're going to put Disney IPs in there. Ah, Like mad, 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 mad about it. Yeah. And they did it with inside the same uh, um, era or the same part, the same part of the globes, right? Like yeah. they all fit with inside the right places, t- basically. Well, what's great about the characters that they added in is that they didn't, um, they didn't alter the way they looked mm. as far as how the ride is built. So when you see, let's just say Alice, they have an Alice doll in there. And she's in the England area, right? And she looks like a small world doll. She has the yarn hair. She's not doing crazy movements. She's just kind of back and forth. Right. And it fits. Yeah, you almost have to look twice to go, is that really Alice? Right. I'm not really sure that it is. It's almost turned into a game now when you ride through and you can say, can you find all the extra characters that are in here? Right. Yeah, I think Aladdin's pretty noticeable because he's on a flying carpet. He is. He flies above you. So, so some people miss him, I guess. Oh, yeah. They may not look up necessarily. Um, and Mulan's in there and uh, Lilo and Stitch are in there. And people were really upset about this idea until they saw it implemented. And, you know, Disney folks were very passionate about things. Uh, and then they see it implemented and they're like, oh, no, that's fine. Yeah, because we're having the same debate with... Uh... I mean, we're not. We don't have any choice. So we just yeah, they're not debating with us at all. <laughs> we don't get a vote. Uh, but like uh, Epcot's having that same debate right now that they're th- like, why are you putting all these IPs into Epcot? Yeah. And why not? Why not? I mean, it's a Disney park. If it's park. what people like and if yeah. it's what people go to the parks for, why not give them a little bit of that and stuff too? Right. Yeah. So good for them. It's a Disney so, park, so you should expect to find Disney things there. Yeah, and I was okay to have the and and I didn't go on the ride before the they were placed in there, and I barely noticed them. And you pointed them out, and at first I thought you were joking. I was like, "Oh, that's not really Ariel, right?" And then it is. It totally is. <laughs> it's totally Ariel. I remember being a kid, and uh, the Ariel was just a mermaid before that point. Oh, see? So literally, they just kind of went in and gave her red hair. Yeah. And said, look, it's Ariel. And everybody's like, no, okay, that's fun. Yeah, you that's, know. that is fun. Why not just give her a little bit? Yeah. Fun and enough. I think Disneyland is the only place to do that because they definitely didn't do it in Florida. Um, Although I think they should. I think mm. it would work out just fine. Yeah, they could totally do it in Florida. Yeah. That would be okay. I almost feel like the one in Florida has more space than California. I bet that's true. Yeah. They have nothing but space there. So I bet it is. There is more space in that, right? I seem to remember when when I was a kid too, it felt darker so that you didn't see the edges as much. Mm. Now I feel like it's so bright in there that you can see like the ceiling and the walls Mm. more clearly. That's too bad. But it might've just been because I was a horrifically unobservant child Mm. 
and just didn't look. That would be well, that would be interesting if they toned down the backlighting and focused on the set pieces a bit more. Yeah, I think they were trying to avoid making it another dark ride. They were trying to make it a little bright. bit more bright and kid friendly. Yeah. Because you don't, I mean, kids get nervous when they get on rides in general, but if you're going into a dark cave-like experience, they're definitely not very excited about that. I guess that could be a thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Okay. But yeah, I really, I really like the ride. It, and I almost think it would be fun too if the water went further instead of having just the, have it maybe blend the illusion a little bit more where the water starts and ends and stuff. Oh, okay. That'd be kind of fun. The one in California, you mean? Yeah, specifically that, right? I wonder if the newer versions of it. Because the one in Florida, the water goes all the way out. Oh. Have you noticed? Not I noticed don't think that? so. This is, this is the problem, right? Like, you ride it so often that sometimes you don't see things. Yeah. But yeah, the, there's like uh, riverboats and stuff out on the sides, and they're in the water. Oh, interesting. Going up and down and stuff. I will have to go back and pay attention now. Yeah. Look at me now. I'm noticing. sure you could, right? I'm sure you could find a video of it online. <laughs> we should look up the newest versions of it too. That would be interesting to yeah, see. Yeah, to see which ones those are like. I would wonder if maybe in the countries that they're in, maybe the country that they're in features more. And maybe gets moved to the last, so it's like the last one you go through. I think the last one is always the kind of creepy, oh, right, right. everyone all together one. And remind me, is that one now done in rainbow colors and stuff now? They have rainbows in there, but they're all dressed in the same color. It's usually white, white. at yeah. the end. Um, like but, they're in Norway? Yeah. <laughs> I'd have to say, though, costuming all of those dolls in 11 months. Oh, that's a good point. That is insanity. Um, and Alice Davis was the one that did the costumes for all of them. Oh, that poor thing. Uh, right. They made she, her do everything. I think she must have nightmares about dressing dolls because <laughs> I don't know the exact Big ones number. And small ones. I don't know the exact number, but there has to be hundreds of dolls in that ride. Right. Oh, completely true. Plus, I mean, like she did Pirates when it first opened and stuff. Yeah, I think she was the costume designer for a good long while at Disney. They just had her do everything. Yeah. Which, I mean, that's good job. how it works, right? I'm sure yeah. she added a part. I I would hope that she wasn't personally sewing all those costumes, yeah. but you know she was involved at least. It is interesting to me on the days that we do go to the park and see the line at like 55 minutes long and they have to break up the queue and start queuing up in other parts of the park and stuff, you know? Uh -huh. Like those days are always like, I can't even believe this day. I think it's a must ride for a lot of people. I think it's one of those things that like you don't go to the park and not ride mm. small world. Right. My mom, on the other hand, wouldn't let you. <laughs> she would, she would begrudgingly let us ride it after torturing us with all the scarier rides. Um, but I don't think my brothers, my younger brothers ever actually rode it. Oh, really? Um, and the one time that I took my brother, I didn't make him ride it ah. because it's weird, you know, to okay. put a, a teenager on small world for the first time and have them go, wow, wow. <laughs> I do feel like it's a ride that they should sell snacks on right before you get onto the ride or something. Though, Ooh, could like, you imagine how sticky those seats sure would be? Can. Though? Sounds awful. Okay. Take it all back. <laughs> um, I, 
I wonder if when they build more parks or when they do more things, do you think a small world will be one of those rides that continues to be put into all parks? Or do you think that we're moving away from that concept? I am all about making it a fantastic experience of a ride. And a lot of the same ways that they did pirates where they now use kind of like the, um, uh, continuous, like huge amounts of water and they use magnets to move the boats along. Sure. They can actually spin the boats from, from to make them go sideways and make you go backwards and reposition you in different ways and, di- and stuff like that. Uh-huh. I would be outside my mind with excitement if they did that for a small world. Like it's, it's again, the big type of thing where they have already built the writing, the ride system for it. So you don't have to reinvent it. And we know that once Disney designs something, it's cheaper. It's much cheaper to do it the second time. Mm. So if you kind of like blend those two concepts together, like you don't need all the other stuff, just kind of the right system would be fun. So what I'm hearing is, is you want to put a drop in small world. (laughs) No. Yeah. That's exactly what I was trying to say is like, (laughs) I don't need all the projection mapping and all of the, you know, like inside the right itself. I kind of like the idea of it being the quaint, simple original because the message in itself is simple um if they could figure out a way to maybe make that more prominent even that would be good for me you know sure if you can if you can you know i don't know how it can be any more clear (laughs) i mean they sing it ad nauseum the whole time that is true yeah like yeah i don't know i like that concept of it for sure so um i wouldn't i wouldn't be opposed to if they were putting in if they were building a new version of small world to really packing it um with stuff oh yeah that because there are there are times on disney rides that i look around and go they could really put something here yeah um and i know you don't want to overload things too much but i feel like dead space is unnecessary in some attractions yeah and i feel like small world while it is a lot going on, there still is a lot more space. Put more things in there, you know, mm. just a thought. And maybe I'm not opposed to projection mapping on the inside of the ride. Any also do it on the back walls. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, we've, they did, they've done it with so many other rides. I'd be, I guess, I guess I, they'd be okay with, they did that on, or I'd even be okay if they did it on the original ride. Maybe. Sure. Why not change it up? Yeah. That's one thing about me is I'm I'm all right for the most part with change. Change it up. Uh-huh. Do something different. Yeah, I bet Walt would totally make you have done it by now. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Walt would be like, why is this exactly the same? Change it. <laughs> uh, so thoughts. Do you love Small World? Do you hate Small World? Is it a must ride or is it a must avoid? Let us know what you think. But it's like I always say, there's just one moon and one golden sun, and a smile means friendship to everyone. Follow my perfectly sculpted two-fingered point to the exit. If you enjoyed today's podcast, rate, review us on your favorite podcast app, and if you didn't, help us do better by buying a patch at DisneyPatch.com. Always be proud of what makes you unique, and we'll see you next time on the Obscure Disney Podcast.